Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number two already. All right, let's go strike up a conversation with Captain Mike Jeffcoat this morning. Mike, good morning. How are you, bud? Good morning, sir. How are you? I couldn't be better. What's up? Oh, nothing much. Hoping we're getting off this soggy start to Easter weekend. Well, it looks like everything's northeast and east of us. Oh, yeah, they said up towards Shreveport and everything was getting it, so. Other than that, yes. that's about all I know. I mean, it rained all day yesterday. I didn't get to, I didn't accomplish <laughs> nothing I needed to. <laughs> None of us did. Everybody's been yeah, landlocked never, in the house a little bit. You yeah. Know? No, we didn't, uh, we never got nothing heavy, but well, I know Huntsville and Madisonville all up in there. They've got hammered rusty keeps them. Uh, he's got an app on his phone. He keeps tabs on B dies, and I think right. he was sixteen foot last night. B dies Creek. Yep. Um, can you see it? No. Okay. No. But then I saw. Some, I kept getting an alert off of Lake Creek. I guess saw my Lake Creek on Conroe yesterday, but it was flooding. Yeah, they're uh, they were real close to shutting the lake down. It hadn't got to the you know two foot above pool yet, but it's real close. Well, yeah, they had a lot of water up above Conroe, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, Livingston's gonna get it now too. All that stuff up through there, all them drains are going. Oh yeah, like Beedot, Beedot drains. People don't realize how far Beedot comes across stuff. That that drains into the Trinity watershed, right? Right. Beedot's Creek yeah. drains right in. Right. Yeah, that's just above nineteen up there. <clears throat> yeah. But other than that, I 
kind of wondering how the Bud Light sales are going today. <laughs> That's so funny stuff going on there. Oh, that man. is so funny. I laugh. There's some comical stuff. Out That's about a good that thing right. about having social media. You can scroll through it and see all the. It's it's hilarious. It is hilarious. So, and that's what you have it for is for, you know, for the laughs. Yeah. But uh, other than fishing, you know, like I said, I come home and I did talk to, uh, well, Brent called me, Brent Ballet called me the night before last. He said, you ought to be here, Cap. I said, I know they're biting, they're biting when I left. He said, probably had the best day I ever had in my life today. He said, is that what he said? He had that kind he of day? Never moved, he said. He said it wasn't nothing but redfish after redfish. Black drum come through and then a handful of trout come through, but he said they caught redfish. Till noon and the guys said, Hey, there's enough of this and we're done. That's so, a workout. Oh, absolutely. Especially on the captain. He had four on the boat too. So that is a workout, especially when school and bull reds come through and you got wrestle them big nasty wrestles. Yeah, I remember in the Redfish Cup one year in Galveston, everything was wiped out with fresh water. But uh, Blaine and I knew that wouldn't affect our Reds in Trinity Bay. We found a school two days before the tournament, and we actually found them at the same time. He was pre-fishing, and I was too. And this school of Reds, I don't even know how many were in it. They were all slots, too. You had just a few oversized in it, but, I mean, they were just toads. And, uh, man, we're, I'm on one side of him. He's on the other. We're two, 300 yards apart, and it's just solid reds between us. Water was muddy, water hyacinths and everything, just floating through islands of them. It, it was just trashed. But you take a three-eighths-ounce three gumball jig head and put a gulp shrimp on it, and let it go to the bottom. Oh my goodness gracious! They were they were popping slicks for miles. It seemed like just you know, <laughs> and uh, everybody uh, left out, and everybody headed to Sabine and down south, you know. And it it we just had it all to ourselves. It was just absolutely nuts. And I never thought I'd ever get tired of catching fish. But by noon every day for three days in that tournament, you were exhausted. Yeah. I mean, you just, I don't know what we call it, 60, 70, 80 reds a day. I mean, we're just sitting there beating them up, trying to better our catch, and there's just no, they're all the same just about. Right. And uh, you just get the two healthiest ones you got that's gonna, that are going to live. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that fresh water, when you get them in the live well, that gets kind of tricky. Yeah, it does. You know, when the water's real fresh, it'll go belly up on you, but we were able to make them live. And uh, then I'd hit the ship channel and stop out there and, and run my live well, fill it up with saltier water from there. And those fish were good to go all day long, you know, with oxygen on them. And just, yeah. uh, I, just it was just incredible. That one guy with ESPN, the cameraman in my boat, he said, man, I've been videoing all, all my career, and I've never been on a fishing trip like this and videoed this kind of, I've never seen so many seven and eight pound trout caught out of schools of reds like that. I couldn't, I couldn't believe. I got on one finger that slicked off and took off in one direction, so I troll motored with them, 
and it was all six and seven and eight pound trout in them. I said, "Well, I picked the wrong finger. I had to spin around and get out of them to go get back in, you know, in the reds because we were in a redfish tournament." He said he'd never seen nothing like that. You know, I've seen massive schools of bull reds. You know, well, this past summer, last summer, you know, well, matter of fact, if Brent Ballet helped me that day, we pulled up on that. I sent you that video where they're running into the boat and everything. Oh yeah, they were miles of them. You know, and all forty inch fish. You know, that's crazy. crazy about it. But the biggest school of slots I've ever seen. I had a gentleman and his grandson. When I was on the trolling motor and I was coming up to a pretty big point and then a big long bank with a few drains coming out of it. And uh, I seen some birds all three hundred yards up there diving them. I got that point. We caught a couple on that point. And I looked up there and them birds just working down that bank by that time I seen them. And, and like you said, here they come. And they got to that point and they stayed at that point. And Grandpa, he gave up. He he called him 10, 15 of them and he had enough of it. But me and <laughs> yeah. that grandson, we were working on them. And grandson said, let's have a bet, Captain. See, I mean, we catch on a row. I said, well, you get after I'll give you a head start. Uh-huh. I said, I'll give you the 10, then I'll start with you. He got the 10 real quick. And uh, I couldn't catch him, you know, because he's catching one every time he'd throw in there. So he uh-huh. got to like 70, and I was on 60, I guess, or so. And uh, I said, well, I can't catch you if they don't quit biting. I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go to a bear jig head. you let me have catch up to you with 70. You can't catch them on a bear jig head. I said, Bull corn. I caught 10 in a row on a bear jig head. He said, I give that? up. He said, I give up. They <laughs> <laughs> was chewing that day. You know, I, I had the same corn. kind of scenario one time. I, I was way back up in the top end of Trendy. It was dead slick, calm. There was nothing going on. I think I had two or three old trout in the cooler, and it was just like, pulling teeth man i'm going what right. in the world no tide no nothing and i said well let me get up here about this five foot of water there's some good clamshell dumps through here and let me get the boat set up in here and maybe we'll catch a few good trout there's you've been some big trout in here and that water was air clear and that tide started going out and these redfish started come out of, coming out of long island bio and coming across <laughs> those flats back there running those guts and i've it looked like I was at Sea-O-Rama. I ended up putting yep. the hook out. You didn't even have to cast. They were swimming all through my boat on both sides. It was about yep. a 50-foot wide stream, just a river of redfish. It just kept coming and coming. They were all going out into the open bay, let out going tide. And you just drop your lure in front of the one you wanted to catch and let him just rip drag off. It was absolutely stupid. That went on for five hours. Those redfish never stopped coming. I never, I don't That's know how great. many thousands of them there were. Yep. I've never seen nothing That's like that. I mean, seeing's believing the water was there clear yeah. and you could just see them. All sizes yeah. from like 22 inches up to 30 inches. Crazy. Right. It's amazing how far they can go up in that stuff and then come yeah, right come back, back, back out. Oh, uh, I got a drain. You know, I went I back the a... next day and I couldn't find those fish. Nope. I know what you mean. <laughs> That's what's weird about Where'd it. they go? 
everywhere. They eat all that bait and went to find some more, I guess. Who knows? So I got I one gram down no there. No idea. It, it, that, as many as I saw swim through there for four and five hours, I mean, you should be able to just stop out in the middle of nowhere and start catching them. But I right. couldn't find them the next day. But the trout were pretty good, too. I got a drain down there off of northeast. I've been fishing forever. And it's barely wide enough for a boat to get into. But I catch that outgoing tide, and I just pull up to the mouth of it, spin around, put the fire pole down, and we'll just sit there and pick them off when they come by. Right. One day, it was on high tide, and I said, you know, I'm going to go in there and see where all them fish are coming from. I went in there as far as I could go, and it just turned into broken cane and some marsh grass and just flooded back through there. I got thinking, that's just, ain't no way that many of them redfish are going all up in there. So it was later on the day that tide started falling, I went back to it. Wasn't nothing happening yet, but I went on power pole down the mouth of the old customer. said, we're going to give us 30 minutes to see if they come out of there. Sure enough, here they come. They'd be oh, 10 at a time, 15 at a time, and and I still ain't figured out where them fish went back there in the back of all that. Swimming through all that I, cane and stuff? That's crazy. Yep. I guess they're in there on them crabs and stuff. Okay. Cracking crab, buddy. Going in there Cracking and getting crabs. them fresh hatch crabs. Gorging up yeah, on them. So, yeah, I now it looks like we're... In them redfish tournaments and you'd have, you'd have a pound of crabs that were yeah, puked up in a live well going, man, I needed that weight. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And down here, it's crawfish generally what they're puking up. Right. Well, they eat a lot of crawfish down there. So Can't blame them. <laughs> no. Yeah, when you talk about keeping them alive, them redfish, they are tough as that fish is. You would think he wouldn't be hard to keep alive, but he is. Yeah, and you hook one on a single hook spoon like a Johnson Silver Minute. Oh. And it comes through the roof of his mouth and out the tip of his nose. That fish yep. is going to die. Don't even think about sticking yep. him in a live well, unless he's or just so big a... that you can weigh him in yeah. with dead weight. You know, right? You get your penalty. Yeah, or hook him through that tongue. Yeah, tongue too. Tongue will get him every time too. Isn't that every something? Time. Yep. You can usually you know, drag him behind a car and then release him, and they'll swim off. Yeah, absolutely. Catch one of the sharks on bit of happy's tail off or bite him, bit of yeah. bite out of his back, <laughs> heeled over and got on swimming. Totally amazing. It is. It's a hardy fish. Rough fish. What the old yes. guy was called. Rough yeah. fish. Absolutely. Well, it's just like catfish. You can't kill a catfish. So I thought we caught that albino over there, weighed around 15 pounds. And I got to Marina, I said, I called Cabela's and, oh, yeah, we want him to give 5000 for him. And the wow. customer had called him. Yeah, and the customer, I told the customer, I said, I'll get it split here or you can go with me if you don't trust me. He said, no, I'll trust you. Just send me half of it. I said, cool deal. So I run to camp, went in there, changed clothes, come back out, check that live well, met the lid up, and he belly up. up. I went, go figure. Yeah, I've never eaten a eating a five thousand dollar catfish. I'd like to have a bite of that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh I should have just put him on ice. Because he'd catch one, put him on ice, and he'll still be breathing when you come in that evening. Flounder like that. Oh yeah, flounder that go a long time too. 
I mean, I've seen cooler. flounder. I've thrown them in the cooler and get to the dock two hours later, and they're still, you know, breathing when you're flaying yep. them. Yep. Crazy. Yep. Oh, well. Well, Mike, I wish you and your family a happy Easter tomorrow, and it looks like a pretty day. we got to yep. get the well, weather right to, anyway. Same to yours and yours and all the listeners, and yeah. I guess I'm going to go get me a sack of our potatoes and dye them potatoes up today. Yeah, you you got to uh, dye those potatoes and set them out. Well, it'll be easier <laughs> for the kids to find. They can put their rubber boots on while they're hunting for them in these mushy yards now. <laughs> it, uh, oh, I saw Lord some of that on the news on a news channel yesterday said, yeah, here's what we're doing this year. We're, we're, uh, dying potatoes. Oh goodness. Oh, well. All right, man. Well, Hey, if somebody wants to get with you, Mike and uh book a fishing trip, come over to Venice Alley, get a hold of you, brother. 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ hunting and fishing. All right, buddy. Well, look, you have a good one and I'll talk to you next week. Be safe. my friend. All right. All right later, Mike. You- all right. Captain Mike Jeffcoat over in Venice, Louisiana, home for Easter. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Got to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy. Hey, Mikey, if you're going to puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget just as soon as I... Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 519 here in the Bayou City. Let's go down to G-Town, check in with Captain James Plogg. James, good morning. How are you, man? What's up, Mick? What's happening? Nada. Not a not a well, cool. 
Yeah, it is. It was, uh, what was it this morning coming in here? About 55, 56? Yeah, it was like about 58. I think that water temperature dropped about, I don't know, about 7, 8 degrees. But it won't stay, I don't think. But it's in the, it's like the lows are kind of in the 50s all week till like Friday. <clears throat> then it goes back to like 80 or something like that. But it's the same Easter front we get every year, roundabout. Oh, yeah. Close to it. Yeah, it'll be fine. See what happens. I'm glad it's like this right now. I don't care. I ain't going. It's nice. It's good for golf. Yeah. Except, except canceling it. I'm not canceling. I mean, having to shut down. You know, the first time they blew the horn, I'm like, man, you know, I ain't no weatherman, but don't look too bad to me. Well, you they have tell. a rule that with there's a lightning strike within seven miles of where they're at, they shut it down. Hey, we were, you know. hey, we were playing the other day at golf, Chris. There was some rain around. I looked at it on radar with a little green spot. I guess it just built up on top of us. Man, and it started lightning. I couldn't see it. Joseph, what do you think? I, said, I don't know, man. I'm going to keep playing. If we stop them and get stiff, I'll get even worse. So I thought about it a little bit. And then it finally rained real hard and it went away. So... But then the tree fell down. When that tree fell down, that was it. They were never coming back yesterday after the tree fell down. Now those three trees, can you believe when they fell right through there where the, those people were around it, that, uh, I mean, it hit nobody. That is incredible. I know. That's, that's crazy, ain't it? Isn't that something? <laughs> so I guess you're going to play in that mess today, huh? Uh, yeah, if they get a chance to. <laughs> So they'll just play. I mean, if there ain't no lightning or nothing, I mean, how stupid does it get? I mean, I've seen them playing some really bad stuff that is not friendly. But I guess if it ain't lightning, they 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 let them go, huh? I guess so. It, uh, as long as there's not lightning, if it's rain, I mean, you've seen some of those British Opens where remember that one tiger was freezing to death in? <laughs> yeah, it was. Gosh, man, it was well, terrible. That was over miserable, there, man. man, blowing about yeah. 30 and cold and raining. Oh, well, it ain't going to be – yeah, it won't be like that today, but it ain't going to be too good up there. But No, it's anyway. supposed to be pretty chilly there, you know, yeah. upper 40s, low 50s with wind. Supposed to be, supposed to be and nasty. rain. We'll, we'll see what happens. All you got to do is just listen to what that guy's name, that line, the old Paul McKinley. He knows <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand them two guys, man. I can't stand them. They are so sad that Rory's gone. McKinley's really, he just wants to go jump out. Oh, they're poster boy. He, he went off the grid. and uh, Man, Hey, how funny grid, would this bro. be if, uh, well, the amateur either wins it or Brooks Kepka from the Live Tour. If somebody from the Live Tour wins it, I mean, no, God. Oh, it's crushing them. It's crushing them. It is. Them. It's, it's killing them. I mean, Brandel's trying to, you know, act good about it, but you know it's just eating at them. They, they just it can't is. stand it. You know, and this and kid... They finally know, had he, to start talking about and showing Mickelson, because he's four under. He's, a, you know, he's seven shots out, but he's up there, you know? Yeah, he's, I mean, they just, they... Uh, it, and it's so obvious. You know that, that the the guy I really like who, you know, I tell you who used to like doing it, when, when David Duvall would do it. Now, there's a guy that was number one in the world. He was yeah. somebody. I yes. like listening to him. These two knuckleheads, and uh, <laughs> and that that Jaime Diaz, he's pretty sharp. He's really neutral, and he's I enjoy him. But 
I guess I like to watch them because I can't stand them. And they can't stand it, this amateur. They they just like just want to just sweep him to the side. They got to say a little bit about him. And uh, I was telling Kyle, I said, you know, that kid tomorrow when they go to play, he's 23 years old, man. You think he cares about cold and rain and wind? It ain't going to affect him. It ain't going to bother him. Not in his mind, anyway. It may affect his golf, but his brain, it, it don't mean nothing to him. It's like these kids fishing these tournaments in that bad weather. You and I are like, man, I don't know about this. And they just charge on like it ain't nothing. Yeah. yeah. So it, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. But kept us sitting good. He took advantage of those two days, bro. He had to because those were, those were the two days to do it if he was going to make a run. Well, it's uh, it's not going, you know, to their standards. <laughs> no, it's not at all. What did McKinley ever do? I know he was something on the Ryder Cup, but what else did he do? I don't know, man. Uh, he just reminds me of an old, bitter, washed-up fishing guide. <laughs> you know, you're like just me. done, dude. Like, it's like both of us. Like both of us. We're just done, dude. <laughs> Go away. Go away, man. But, the, no, Mickey, we ain't been – ain't nobody been fishing or nothing. And fish got a good little old break for Good Friday, and it's uh, – the tides never got really low. I guess we had enough east in that wind where they never got low, but the water was all muddy and stuff. Right. I'm sure somebody went and got some sheeps or something, but just regular fishing. I don't. I don't know if anybody has, that's been going. So get a little get a little break going on. We'll see what happens next. Next week looks pretty good. Cameron and them are supposed to leave Thursday. They're going to. Uh, they're going to Grand Isle. And I saw that same little low you looked at. That kind of changed. They were going to get in behind it Thursday morning and run over there. Well, they were going to kind of fish their way over, but they may just end up running over there. <clears throat> They're going to stay in Grand Isle about six weeks, I think. Grand Isle. <clears throat> yeah, with a new marina right there. The problem with Venice, Mickey, is in the big boats, man, there really ain't. You can, like, run out of Baptiste Collette, maybe, or you got to run out of Southwest, you know, a sport fishing boat. ain't running out of nowhere else. And this time of year, you know, that river's running, and there's logs. And you want to avoid the river down there at all costs. You know, when we had, you know, unless there's just something we were doing that we had to run the river, and you just really didn't want to fool with it. It's uh, It ain't good. So a lot of the a lot of the big boys, their boats are at the they call Hurricane Hole right there on the uh, be on our side of Grand Isle. And you run through a pass. I, I can't remember that pass's name. Jeff Coat knows it, but Barteria Pass is on one end, and then that pass that comes right there by Bushot, <clears throat> and uh, that's where everybody's running out of now. You just you know you just pop right out into the Gulf. Right. You start running down that river every day. You better pay attention. Because I was talking to, we were all, <clears throat> they were all getting a plane. We were all hanging around the boat yesterday. I was asking Ty, because Ty worked over there for, you know, a couple of years. And, you know, the outboards can get some places, but the big boats, you almost got to run out of Southwest. And that's, you know, long way down that river with stuff to hit. 
then the river's roaring, man. I don't know how hard that river's running, but I looked at some uh, some chlorophyll stuff. That fresh water is going like, man, 60, 70 miles out in the Gulf, the fresh water. It's pretty cool. There's some good edges out there, man. It was just running straight out of the river. And you can you can see the good water on each side of it, man. It's probably some good fishing right there. Right. They're crushing them tunas when they can go over there. And That's they're what they're Mike's fishing been right telling out. Me. And they're catching some big ones this year too, man. Yeah. And they're just fishing right out front. I mean they're not they're not running very far. So when them tunas are there, them mullins are there, I promise you. Oh yeah. So we'll see. I'll watch that weather a little bit for because that was kind of a new deal that kind of popped up yesterday. You heard any more blue fins being caught? Um, because I don't think nobody's been able to I go. Had, I, I hadn't heard. heard of one either. Yeah, they uh, it uh, they're just they're just ain't been no weather. I ain't gonna let them keep, but see, they got two, maybe five fish, maybe six, and then that'll be it. But they're here right now. You can't touch them in this weather. No, it's been. So iffy. Yeah, it's well, it's springtime, man. It's the same. It Dude, is. Nothing changes. Looks <laughs> like he's talking about earlier. It's the same. We won't. We think it's bad, but it's the same. It's, it's the same. The same. I mean, every year. It's you know. Yeah, and then the winds, you know. Even May, we used to get some calm Mays, but not yeah, we used all to, the time. But it didn't have to be, you know, man, we had that channel stuff out there in May. Remember, we used to slide out there and three and four footers and drift and catch them big trout all day long. Well, there were so many out there. That was crazy. Yeah. That was really a good time, man. That used to be your forte. We'd be doing something else, and you'd roll out there and say, man, he said, they're on the channel. I said, yep, they're on the channel. Said, you can right, stand up in the boat. You could catch them. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, man? <laughs> you can't catch them out there now if it's dead calm. Because there ain't none. Isn't that something now that's that's all changed through there? I mean, all that stretch for five miles would just stack up in the summer. You know, June and July especially. Usually by July 4th, a lot of those fish start moving up, you know, into the wells around Trinity. But Yeah, coming your, you know, coming your way. Going my way, yeah. Man, I, you know, Mickey, I fished up there a lot last year, and I had one, I mean, a little, when I say a little spot, I mean, you know. Don't let too much anchor line out, or don't miss your spot. Now, it was good fishing, but if you moved over 40 foot, you weren't going to catch nothing. You know, back in them days, it was, you know, sets of slicks, just pick one you like. <clears throat> you stop on some slicks out there now, and you don't even stop, don't cast, because you're going to catch about 900 gap tops. Right. That thing's full of gaff tops. I guess, well, I don't know why there's so many gaff tops. I guess people don't keep them no more. They don't keep them at all. But you can't hardly fish because of them gaffies, man. I mean, you try, you skirt the outside. Well, maybe I'm just missing these trout. You get on one side of school and one side of the other, and the only thing happens is the gaff top get bigger. <laughs> I got to go, dude. This ain't no good. But we'll see. It might be. You never know. It might be different this year. Who knows? Who knows? I wonder how much <clears throat> water's coming down the river. You looked at it? Uh, not yet. Uh, I'll get a report from Harry here in a little bit. See how it's it's going to take a while. You know, Dallas got a lot of rain. It's going to go towards him. Then he got a lot of local rain. It's filling his lake up. And you know, I saw a a tide t- or a river flood t- 
table yesterday of uh, I think sometime this week, you know, it's going to get above flood stage here at Moss Bluff, Moss Hill. Really? There. Yeah. Moss Bluff, that's terrible over there. <laughs> <laughs> if it's flooding Moss Bluff, it's coming to Trinity Bay. Yeah, that's it is. Well, <laughs> oh, man. I may just turn into a cat fisherman. Hey, the catfishing may be good, man. It that has been. Be no they had an unbelievable spring back there in our marsh. It's been pretty bizarre. That may not be no bad deal. We start jug lining or trout lining for cats. Do that. Do that. Uh, them noodle lines or whatever Bill was talking about earlier. Just uh, set them out and go ride around, fish for something else, come back and run them. Get you some. Well, we fare. get we get cats in the in the right now, and then you know. When the cats kind of play out, start getting crabs. <laughs> I'd rather get them cats. Do... I'd rather get them cats and them <laughs> sheeps. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Hey, hey I, clean. I, better to eat too. My book, man. Everybody I'm talking to on the on the sheep end <laughs> that goes to the jetties, the sheeps are are not doing good. But where I'm put in now, I, I fish <laughs> way to the west a little bit, and there's a couple of guys down there, nice guys. You know, I don't really know them, but they're nice guys. And I felt bad for this old boy. His name's Mark. And he, he, he had like six people from Minnesota, some kind of, you know, deal like that. And uh, this was, I guess, Wednesday. So we had a few fish to clean for Tom. I told you a lot of them fish we couldn't keep. They were too nice. But we had him enough to feed his old 20 people or whatever for Easter. And this old boy's cleaning these sheep. And I said, Mark, how many sheep do you got, dude? Man, James, I need them put me a boat limit for myself because we have two mess. How many you got? He had 30 sheeps and 10 puppies. Ten I pups. said, my, my gosh, dude, what are you doing? He said, well, yeah, we he saw said, that uh, down the coast years ago when uh, they didn't have any trout, and that's that, well, that was their deal, drum and sheephead trips. And it's, uh, it's carrying up here. Here we go. Man, I, I think I'm out on the sheeps, man. I just... Uh, I don't know, but there's nobody sheep fishing down here on my end. You know, the mass of the sheep getters, are, they, they ain't around here. So there's still some sheeps left. <clears throat> but I think wow. this old boy, he told me, he said, I'm saying, James, I think I'm going to put it like two per person or something like that. He said, we're just, just too many sheeps. Yeah. I feel wow. bad for him, man. I would offer to help him, but. I had a bunch of reds too. I had to clean. So that's all right. Clean. I'll pass. <laughs> reds are bad enough. <laughs> reds are bad enough, much less than sheeps. Got that. Hang on. Let me uh, knock this break out. I'll be right back right, to man. you, man. All right. All right. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. Quick break. Right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. 
Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It is 539 here in the Bayou City. Okay, James, we're back, my friend. All right, buddy. Well, can't tell you it's a good thing we ain't gambling because everybody me and you picked are done. Well, I still got more Kawa in there. Jason Day, I mean, he was he was my dark horse. And uh, he's he's not in it, but he's not out either. You know, he's seven shots out. He's hanging around. He just had a bad three or four holes um, there at the end, man. Uh, Spieth is still hanging around. Um, Will, Will he never got there. out of the starting blocks. Who? Scotty just had – Will, he never got out of the starting block. No. Zalatoris and Scotty just – I don't know, man. He just had a just had a bad couple of days, man. Yeah, I should have never picked Will because I knew he'd been fighting all them back problems, but I thought he was over it. And uh, I did, man, too. He's not <laughs> – you know, on a wiry little guy like that, he just, uh, it's hard to believe. Man, golf's just terrible on your back. Your hips, I mean, it's, uh, there's a lot to it. It's just, man, how Tiger even swings, how he even swings a golf club, I don't know, man. That, that's kind of, that's, a, I mean, even though he's not, you know, he's playing how he's playing, <clears throat> really watching a miracle, even just being able to go out there and do that. Pretty unbelievable. Well, we'll just all we can hope for today is they can get you know the second and third round finished, and that's going to be a feat in itself. We may see a Monday Masters, depending on the weather. We sure, we sure might. We you sure know. might. But I hadn't even looked at the radar for nothing this morning. It don't matter if there's no player or not. But you know, I think Rom. Be- I mean, Rom got his game and his rhythm going. He got off kind of to a slow start yesterday, but he was. He was starting to come around, and then that rain delayed. I hope that doesn't hurt him. Uh, can't take it away from him. That guy's an awesome golfer. He is. I wish I, I wish I could warm up to him, but he's uh, Kepka. He looks like you know the old Kepka that won four majors back in the day. Yeah. Before he, you know, he it took him forever to recover from that knee operation. Yep, it did. Everybody yeah, thinks, yeah, he, you know, oh, knee surgery. They got it down to science nowadays. That's bull. I've been through all that. It uh, you're never the same, even with all this yeah. orthoscopic stuff. And no matter how you rehab, I did all that, and it just 
just hey, never, never quite. When the they same. take stuff out. I mean, it, it's just done. <laughs> it's like you know, let somebody work on your reel. There's nothing like it is when it's brand new. You can rebuild it all you want, but it's no. never like it was when it was new. You can rebuild those reels all you want, and they'll never be like they were when they came out of the box. Never. Never, never, never. Just like the human anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, when you take it out, it just don't ever seem to go back. Especially Best piece of advice I've got for kids nowadays, which they don't do anything anyway, strenuous like we did, what we put our bodies through for all those young years and thought we were indestructible. Well, oh, I got some good news for them. If you lay low, you'll have uh, you'll have a good uh, senior life, but... Uh, you you butcher everything and wear everything down, buddy. You better be tough when you get old. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, brother? Better be Ain't able to deal with it. Ain't that the truth, man? <clears throat> well, I still try to buck the system, but it hurts. It hurts to do stuff. Hey, no pain, no right. gain. I mean, that's just part yeah. of it. That's right. You just that's gotta, right, man. Gotta keep moving. Don't don't yeah. get in that rocking chair. You'll never get out of it. No, I watch these guys at the gym, and as soon as they're working out, I watch them. You do a little something for a couple minutes, and then you walk around and talk to people. Got some big old jug of water or something you're hauling around. So if you really add up what you actually did, you've been there an hour, and you actually did about 15 minutes worth of stuff, you know. (laughs) You ain't really done anything. Hey, when I get through, I can't hardly walk to my truck. At least you know, hey, that was all I had. I'm done, man. Just I spent like a lot of years doing done. all that working out stuff and everything, and I'm going to enjoy my golden years. I don't blame you. I'm going to do as little, little heavy lifting and stress as there is. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Except lifting up. Boy, I'd like to be lifting up eight and nine-pound trout again. Well, that's true. Well, you know, we got some actual schools of fish now. I got, you know, several places that's got, got schools of fish. You do. Come up my way and tell me that. Nah, I think I'm come good. On, come on and get I you think, some. I think I'm good. We'll give man. you the one I'm month good. challenge. Come up here for a month and just gut it out. Uh, I, think I'll just hang, I think I'll just hang out, man. I think I'll just hang out. But, and I think we got. You know, a couple of places that you can catch a good one. Now, where you? Who knows? But I think they're there. I think they're, you know, limited numbers of them, of course. But uh, I think you can pop you a good one. I do. And the fish are real heavy right now. They're, you know, when you catch one, you catch a three-pounder or a three-pound frame, he's probably closer to four pounds. You had to get this time of year. Well, that's, so if you that's catch typical you, Galveston Bay spring fish. It's always been exactly. that way. If you can catch one. 27 inches, you know, he probably won't be eight, but I bet he's a high seven. You know, the way, seven, you know yeah. The frame, yeah, the way their frames are right now. Brandon Sines. guys from South Texas that come fishing with me and go, man, these fish are pinheads up here. I can't believe that's a seven-pound trout. Look how little his head and tail is. <laughs> They're used yeah, to seeing them big old long snakes down there where they fish, you know, 30-inch you know, fish with I... a giant head and a – big tail on it and then a needle gar body in between you don't weigh nothing you know i never really caught myself personally when i was fishing down there in bassing a lot <clears throat> i never personally caught a real big one because i tried to stay out of the way let my guys try to catch one mm-hmm. <clears throat> but i caught me a big one one day walking back to the boat and i said man this is a stud 
I mean, it was a big fish, big fish. And I was all excited. And he was like, man, Nicky, he wasn't quite 32, but close. And I said, man, I got him. <laughs> he had a giant head, giant tail, and just what you said, like a needle gar body. The old fish didn't even weigh eight pounds, weighed 714. I never I had a 712. It was 32 inches down there in August one year from pre-fishing for a tournament me and Blaine were in. That's exactly what he looked like. He yeah. was just a beautiful fish now. You know, oh, you can yeah. call him whatever you want. Do you Monster go throw head, that scale tail, on just, uh, There's just no girth or no body in between. Yeah. Starving it was just a, Yeah, I was sad. I mean, I was happy, but uh, it was a good man, fight. I finally got me one. Yeah, cool I finally deal. got me one. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm going to roll out of All here. Right, Somebody wants to uh, come hang out with you and catch some fish, pop a wade, cut a drift. How they get a hold of you, Plug? All right, buddy. 49-771-7306. All right, my friend. All right, bro. All right, Let's James. Pull, uh, pull throw Sam Bennett, man. You ain't kidding. That's my boy. All right, man. Talk at you. All right. Later, dog. Bye. All right. All right. Let's go jump the bridge now and run over to the island and talk to Captain Sharky Marquez this morning. Michael, we got you. What's up? What's up, buddy? Not a lot. What have you been doing? Man, I've been... I've been doing, been in and out of rainstorms and everything else around here. Yeah. Trying to get away from this bad weather, man. It's been brutal the last couple of days. Yeah, it's just typical April. Goodness gracious. It's been pretty brutal. I've had my eye on Thursday, Friday, or Friday, Saturday coming up, you know, super low winds, and uh, I really want to go – I really want to go offshore, man. I really want to do a little overnight action. And I just woke up and looked at the NOAA fisheries <laughs> showing like eight footers out there. On, yeah, on you don't Thursday. want none of that. <laughs> I'm like, golly, even with the low winds, man, we just can't can't get a break out there. The surfers have can't been loving this weather the last few weeks. I'm, a guy sent me a text the other day with some pictures of the surf in Matagorda. It was just drop-dead gorgeous clear water to the beach and big old waves man he'd been down there surfing golly. all day golly but no that's yeah uh, surfers are loving it but man it's been uh i mean before this stuff started pushing in we had a couple of days where that water was i mean it was like summertime water mickey it was crazy it was uh not galveston green but like em, you know like i'm talking yeah. emerald green right um a real dark, I mean, real, real crazy, crazy, uh, crazy water clarity. Um, felt like June, July, August, you know, and, uh, man, we had, we had, everybody was hooking up on jacks and, uh, we caught Pompano a couple of days, you know, before all this nasty stuff started pushing in and, uh, shoot, Chris was, ne- I think it was Chris that was next to me and, uh, he was dropping like drop shot rigs with live shrimp right off the back of the boat, just straight down. And I mean, he was hooking up to Jack's left and right with his customers, you know, on light tackle, they were having a a blast with that. Mm -hmm. That was outside the North jetty there. And man, it was just incredible. It was just an incredible, uh, incredible sight to see that nice green emerald water like that. And, uh, you know, shoot, I rolled up to the inside of the tip of the North I want to say maybe three days, three days ago, um, the day before it got real nasty around here. And, uh, 
I was thinking I was going to whack some trout, man, just because that water was gorgeous. And uh, so I, I roll up, throw an anchor, and first line in the water, bam, we hook a jack, and that thing is screaming line like crazy. Um, and I'm like, well, once we deal with this, we'll get it, you know, we'll get, we'll get into some trout, man. There was, when I tell you that there was thousands of Spanish mackerel jumping right. around, I, I mean, thousands of them, Mickey. And I could, yeah, it was early and they were, I mean, they were jumping out of the water everywhere, dude. I, I couldn't hook one of them suckers to save my life. <laughs> Wonder what they were eating, glass minnows or what? Yes, yes. Yeah, glass minnows. Yep, they do that. They launch on them glass minnows. I've seen oh, they trout do the same thing, man. buddy. Same thing up my way. Oh, that's crazy cool. I, I couldn't believe one didn't jump in the back of the boat. I mean, they were <laughs> everywhere. We hooked two of them, you know, and they popped our, popped our line real quick because we were free shrimping. Um, and then I was throwing little spoons at them. I couldn't get them to eat, man. I guess they were just so consumed filling, filling up with those glass minnows. Um, but we caught some nice fish right there. We never, we never caught one trout though in that emerald green, beautiful water. I Isn't mean, I did, I, I did everything right. I feel like no, you know, no weight, free shrimping it completely, keeping the shrimp fresh. I, I was even so convinced I threw on a, shoot, I threw on like a down south lure and I was working a down south lure, just kind of casting around my customers that were fishing. And I was like, man, there's gotta be trout in there, you know? And I didn't catch I didn't catch a one. I couldn't believe it. Mm. Couldn't believe it. We ended up whacking a couple of nice redfish right there. Um, you know, we hooked into a couple jacks and uh you know, of course caught our sheep head and you know, I think we hit a pompano or two right there. I mean it was good. We, we caught some nice fish there, but man, I was if I would have bet anything we were gonna roll up and start whacking trout. I would have bet anything. But they weren't there. Yeah, I mean, it's I, don't know. I mean, it's time. They should be there. I know. I know. I don't know. And then again, it's, you know, chilly outside again this morning. I mean, come on. There's that. There's that going on. But it's supposed to get real nice, I guess, looking into next week. Yeah, today and tomorrow are supposed to turn off really nice, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit of some rain chances, I think, Monday, Tuesday. But the rest of the week is just gorgeous man i mean low winds you know it's still eight footers offshore but low winds yeah <laughs> low down winds. your way it's below 60 this morning eagle points 56 morgan points 54 so it's pretty cool for the this time yeah. of year. i mean from what we were accustomed to yeah that's absolutely right that's absolutely right i'd be curious to see what the uh what the guys bring in i i had a trip today and we they ended up rescheduling right um you know which is which is fine with me man this is i like i like good productive trips and i was on a uh what's called the texas trophy so looking for your trout redfish and flounder and man i was just kind of honest with them about the water clarity and everything <laughs> after three days of rain you know well you had two of them covered you got the flounder and the redfish so yeah, yeah. Well, especially in this cold weather, you know, maybe there, maybe there will be a little bit of a flounder kick this morning. I don't know, but you know, shoot, we're so close to just epic, 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 uh, you know, fishing. And as far as for the Texas Trophy trip and stuff, so I was like, man, you know, let's give it a couple of weeks and, and get back out to it when them trout start showing up big time. I mean, we're there, you know. We just need a little bit of some warm water. 
Well, I know Naylor and all his buds, they're on some flounder down his way. Oh, yeah, they went floundering? Yeah. Oh, on Naylor. Oh, no, he just but had I mean, a birthday. Catching them on rod and reels, too. Yeah, Jeff had a birthday, what, Thursday, was it? Thursday mm -hmm. or Friday? I think I so. Was, I think it was Thursday. It was the, I think it was the, uh, dang, don't get me lying. I think I was doing my, officiating my sister's wedding, so I think it was the first or the, I think it was the first day. I don't know. He had a party or something, but, yeah. man, I, I felt bad I couldn't make it that way, but. Uh uh uh. Well, we're gonna see what the guys pull out this this afternoon and this morning. I I think uh, I think they ought to do pretty well. You know, around the jetties, I'll be curious to hear about that watercolor and what it looks right. like after. You know, well, you can't catch them if you don't go, man. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, we'll see. We'll see what right, happens. Buddy. Well, I appreciate it. I don't know. We missed you Thursday morning. I don't know whether you were out of sale signal or what was doing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened on Thursday morning, but um, I am. Yeah, I don't know what happened. All right, buddy. Well, hey, if somebody wants to uh, give you a call about fishing down there with you guys, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, come on with it, man. Hop on our website. It's Outcast Fishing with no G, charters.com. It's outcastfishingcharters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website, man. We'd love to have you guys. The fishing is heating up, so come on. Let's go get get you guys hooked up. And we also offer lodging, uh, on-site lodging, man. So we'd love to have you guys come down, lodge with us, and uh, we'll take you fishing. It's going to be epic. And Mr. Mickey, have a blessed day. And uh, we will talk to you next week, brother. All right, Michael. You have a good weekend. Happy Easter to you. I'll talk to you. Happy Easter next to you guys, week, man. All right, man. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.